I'll be a gracious host. How you doing? Little Mermaid is the scariest Disney movie by far, though. Why the hell is Ace Blade in your Kickstarter? <laughs> Some comics. We gonna, I'm getting controversial today. We're going to get controversial today with... with... My, my proudest moment is this interview. Being able to talk to you too. Let's get into this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Taurus Comics in collaboration with Fourth Wall Productions proudly brings to you the Four Tales podcast. I am your host, Kyron Silva from Taurus Comics. Across the way is the plum wordsmith of Ace Blade, Danny J. Quick. And together, we are your two award winning blurred comic creators here to help you find your next favorite comic. We are live on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and host of other programs. So if you are listening or watching us live, thank you for your support. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review this podcast because all your positive reviews and interactions help us reach a bigger audience. That was good, right? That was good. That was good. You're getting, you're like perfect at this thing now, man. It's ridiculous. One of these days, I'm not going to need the script to actually have up to do that. I'm just going to bust it out. I didn't know you were still using it. <laughs> I was still. <laughs> That's a mouthful. You expect me to remember that? I thought like, you had it. I thought you had it locked in already. No, nah, not Kill yet. Me. Not yet. Eventually, though, um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm this hasn't been my best week. I've been uh, dealing with a bunch of family issues, health concerns, things like that. But mm -hmm. I'm here. Um, I'm doing the best I can, man. I, oh, I do. I do need to start off by saying uh, I need to apologize to my mom's. Um, apparently, she listened to one of our episodes, and I decided to go just. I, I don't know, out of pocket and started cursing in an episode. I don't even know which episode, but she said I was cursing so much that within the first like five minutes, she had to stop the, the show. So moms, I apologize. Man. I promise that uh, I won't curse as much next time. Kyron, you bugging, man. You can't be just dropping F-bombs. I don't even drop F-bombs on the show, though. Can't just be out here. You know, you know this is a family-friendly podcast, usually. And, uh, <laughs> and we try to we try to not get demonetized because um, I think last year we made a whole how much did we make last year like a whole six dollars something like that I don't remember dude <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't but, <laughs> it wasn't a lot <laughs> but shoot we probably make more money if we start cussing but no. I, I thought about doing like, should we just go all controversial on every show? Just be like, you know, political on some things and just our, our controversial. Okay, wait. Been the who is Facebook one? user? Because they said they're going to curse for me, which I appreciate because I don't hey, want to get in trouble with moms. Somebody got to do it. We can't get, we can't have Kyron get in trouble with mama. I'm thinking this Facebook user is Javon. Something Might just be. tells me that. Yeah. Might be. All right. Devon, is, Devon is out sick right now, too. So, uh, well wishes to you and, and him. Thank you. All right. But you asked me how my week was. How are you doing? I've been doing good, man. I actually, like you, was was kind of in a fog, you know, kind of not, not having a great week this week. But uh, I rested yesterday. I watched Prey. I don't know if you if you watched that on Hulu. Me and the family, me and the not kids yet. watched it. 
Tiana fell asleep because she she's been working hard. But uh, we watched Predator, the Predator uh, movie, and it was it was great. So okay. um, got me some rest yesterday, and um, I'm starting to feel better. So trying to get up and at him, finish this stuff here in the studio. I heard I've heard good things about Prey. Um, it's no Facebook user is Danny's main supervillain. Uh, that's either. <laughs> that's either uh, uh, is that Lumberjacks? <laughs> no, no, it's not Lumberjacks. It's either uh, Robert Smothers or um, dang, I can't remember his name right now. And it's he gonna be even matter. But um, Afro Afro Avenger, Kevin uh, Chapman, Kevin Chapman. Well, it's one of them. We'll, we'll I'm sure we'll see. <laughs> if it is Kevin Chapman, he is going to be on the show next week, so you better remember his name. I know. I got to get it together. So right. charge it to my head and not my heart. But anyway, we right. got to watch Prey. Uh, was Prey good? Because I've heard good things about it so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was really good. Like, it was um, – I like that they went with low-tech. Like, they had um, – and I won't spoil it, but this was basically 300 – I want to say three or four hundred years before the first Predator movie. So yeah, figured it was Kevin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so um, even the uh, Predators, I'll say this, but because it's not really spoilery, even the Predators' technology wasn't as advanced as it is in the in the later movies. So um, it made the like the 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 fights really good. In the it was just the fight scenes in it were really good, and the um, like kind of the methods they used to track and and hunt and it was it was it was really dope like it was a really good movie and was shot well and um i recommend it but the question is is it better than the best predator movie predator 2 with danny glover yes (laughs) (laughs) yes it is as a matter of fact i still want to know who thought let's put 60 year old (laughs) danny glover as a policeman in the next Predator movie, after we just had Arnold Schwarzenegger in the like, city, in, in the middle of a in the middle of a heat wave in the city, like who was like, nobody wants to watch it. I'm trying to stand inside in the air conditioner. I'm not trying to run around and get chased by no Predator alien. Like we we went from prime Arnold in who's buffed out, who's got all his weapons, to Danny Glover with his his revolver. Man, come on. That... All right, it was it's, it might be it might be top two. It might be top two Predator films of all time. Okay. Like, that good. Yeah. Okay. I will try to watch. I I did watch a uh, Venom. There will be carnage this week. I, and I watched Morbius. So this is how bad the week has gone. I had to watch the two worst movies out there. But they, but they're not putting Batgirl out for some reason. But okay. Like, but there's been more information about that. It wasn't just Batgirl. It was a bunch of WB movies that they're just not bringing in. Don't don't disrespect the Dan Glover. He was told for that shit. He really was. Oh, y'all made me cuss. Dang it. <laughs> Your mom was gonna get you. Your mom was gonna get you, Kyra. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess it was. It wasn't just Batgirl. It was a bunch of movies they're not bringing. So we'll have to see yeah. how that goes. That's true. All right. Enough. Enough wasting time. We have our guest on the line. Uh, he's been waiting backstage. He is a writer, a a musician, a MMA. I'm not saying, or at least he loves MMA. I can't remember which one. Uh, but he is the amazing Fred McKinstry. I think I said that right. Hola, what's going on, y'all? What's going on, man? Let me clarify something. I'm I'm not actually an MMA fighter. Okay. I train I, MMA. I, I do jiu-jitsu, I do kickboxing, all that stuff like that. But I'm not like an actual fighter. I've never taken any fights. So I've done yet, some though. like jujitsu tournaments, but like just 
just being clear, you know what I'm saying? Because I guess I guess people get the the wrong impression. They'd be like, "Oh, you fight for real?" It's like, no, nah, man, I train. I train with actual like world champions, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's all it is. So, I don't okay, know. did we plan the purple shirts, Danny? Reveal it. I, did I, we I actually plan this? <laughs> I always plan to wear purple. Um, Kyron. Kyron just is a, a Sacramento Kings fan, so yes, sir. Um, he has a lot of purple in his house, and it just works out sometimes. Several times we've 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 come both dressed in purple. But welcome to the yeah. show, Fred, um, aka Word Juice Word. Lee. Um, y'all make sure y'all check out his MySpace page. Uh, Please, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yo, we brought the MySpace page though. Oh man, in uh, in doing a little research. Uh, Yes, I, I saw that my man still has an active MySpace page from 2008. Um, I couldn't get any of the, the widgets and stuff on there to work because I guess man. MySpace is going through some stuff. But the I mean, page I, is still. I blame, I blame Justin Timberlake for that one. No, but the real question is who's in his top 10? We need to find out who's in top 10 on MySpace. Hey, that was a big thing. We have to. I would love to know who's in the top 10 because. We all know uh, Tom was in there, but who else is in there? Man, I would love to know because that would be really interesting to see. That was sure, the day, though, when you had somebody in your top 10, you get fights over that. Like, mm. why am I not your top 10 friends? Like, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. I got it. I got it. It's a top eight. And there's uh, Mike Mineo. Somebody Mike Mineo. Reg- Reggie Gold. Uh, okay. 315 Connect. Blaze Wright <laughs> Studio. Connect. Okay. Uh, Mysterious Beats. Oh, snap. DJ Vadim, DJ Vadim, DJ Vadim. Okay, and uh, I can't and... make this. Up. I can't. I can't tell who this other one is. But hey, the, the link still work, bro. Like <laughs> that's wild. That's super wild. Okay, also, so we're all gonna go uh, to MySpace now. After my, all homie, this. Uh, my homie Christian, Christian Lee. That that's that's a dude's a goaded Tekken player. He's uh, I, I grew up with him and like. I, I want to say I taught him like some of the things that he knows, other than his brother who taught him like everything he knows. So yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to drop that in there. <laughs> I love what it. other pro- podcasts are going to talk about MySpace and music and MMA within the first ten minutes outside of this right. one? <laughs> there you go. All right. So what's going on, sir? How you doing? Um, I'm doing all right, man. Just uh, you know, just trying to get some things together, man. We uh, we working on issue five of Scrap right now. Uh, you know, we had a a successful Kickstarter campaign like a few months back, and uh, you know things uh, things been working. So that's that's basically what's been up. All right. So if anybody that's not familiar with Scrap, what is it about? Tell us all so, the details. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the elevator pitch on Scrap. So Scrap is basically um, about this girl, 19, 19 year old Shannon Noble. She gets her black belt in traditional martial arts, then gets thrown into the deep end of the world of MMA, and then finds out that certain legends are more than just legends. And uh, that's that's the uh, that's the elevator pitch. That's a little thirty second pitch I can I can give that like you know try to hook people. So now so, I have yeah, to ask because with Scrap and Ace Blade and Impound Comics, there's now a, co- a correlation between MMA fighters going into comic books. Where did well, your inspiration about MMA and comic books come from? First, well, I'd say I say it like this: like um, basically, first of all, as far as scrap goes, I didn't even actually intend to make scrap. Like it was, it was supposed to be like a side um, project thing that I was like, oh, this would be happening because originally I had a uh, I had a story called a uh, Bite Division, and Bite Division is basically a story about like um, 
these little kids, these these like ten year old kids that are like figuring out stuff that happens in their city. It's based like long story short, it's it's pretty much Uncharted meets Metal Gear with kids. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, but basically, like that was the original story I was working on, and then I got like writer's block, and like like one of the, the main character he has like this sister that like I wanted her to make I wanted her to be like this martial arts sage or whatever and I was like you know if bite division gets big and everything like that then I'll I'll uh go ahead and uh you know make some little side story and then I'll like have her going through MMA and like you know have her fighting pride and all this other stuff and all of that and then like then I got I like I said I got light writer's block with uh with bite division and what ended up happening was, was like well let me just write like yeah just the first episode of this this thing I'm gonna just title scrap and then another episode, then another episode, then another episode. I was like, wait, what if I did this? And what if I did this and this and this and this? And it just snowballed into where we are now. So, you know, it was like it was never my intention to like originally write scrap. It just like was like, oh snap, this is the story that we're gonna write now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was the uh that that's kind of how that came about. But the correlation as far as like MMA goes, I mean, I've been a, a longtime fan of martial arts and like martial arts in general, like, you know, movies, TV, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but like, it was just like, I wanted to do this book and, you know, I wanted to uh, make a book where the people were like, there were people in this book that like would never be in these roles. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if somebody else is doing it, they nobody would ever put these people in these roles. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me do it and, you know, see what happens. But the other thing was, um, you know, it was a, a manga like years and years ago called um, All Rounder Megaru. And um, that's a, that was like, they did Shudo in like, uh, in like Pancrates. But like, that was a big inspiration. Um, and I was like, dude, I want to do that. And then like, there was another one, uh, there was another show or another book called uh, Tepu. You know what I'm saying? And um, both of those are, like, huge inspirations on, like, me wanting to, to make scrap. But, like, also, um, the other thing was when I started writing it, it was just, I was like, well, what what have, what have I not seen? Like, also, I, I thought I heard, like, a echo. There. Yeah, there was My some bad. type of feedback going on. Yeah, it was a weird feedback there. But I blame Danny. But... Um, but no, like uh, that was that was like I oh, just do this thing I, I haven't seen. Like uh, what what cemented it for me in writing scrap was um, like Angela Hill. Like it was the first time I actually saw like uh, UFC fighter Angela Hill. Like on it was on some weird. It was like some some uh, news morning show or whatever. Because like they had like she was on the Ultimate Fighter, and then like. They had this. Uh, they had this thing where they were just the the newscasters were talking to like the fighters, and it just happened to be all all girls. And uh, Angela Hill was there, you know, with her mohawk and all this other stuff. And this is like back in like twenty sixteen, somewhere around there. But um, she she had that, and I was just like, damn, I never even thought about that. Like, what would a black woman UFC champion look like? You know what I'm saying? And so that's when I started like the wheel started really turning. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to keep writing this scrap thing and, like, or keep messing with the idea because I didn't actually start writing it until, like, probably, like, 2018. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, 
I went through ups and downs of trying to get art done and all this other stuff because I can't draw for nothing. So, you know, that was the uh, that was that was kind of how everything kind of started. So, yeah. Man, you just brought up something. I don't. There aren't really a lot of black women in MOC. There's only a handful. Yeah, like right at the highest level, there's only a handful. So and like and like of them, um, you know, like you have Angela Hill as like she's she's the most known. Um, other than that, like there's you not. don't really have many. You know what I'm saying? Like and um, yeah, it's just it's exceedingly rare as far as as far as African American women. Like I think there's like one. There's like maybe two black women, like two uh, Afro-Brazilian women, two other Afro-Brazilian women that are in the UFC. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, you don't, you don't have them. Ladies, so, you got to get out there. Represent yeah. us. Please. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> like now, if you get to lower levels, then it's a, it's a couple here and there, but like, they just, they just not, I don't know. Anything so outside like, of USC and Bellator, I'm like not yeah. too familiar with, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just it's just not like like um in uh in in Victa there is the 135 champ. He's the current 135 champ. Um this uh this woman named Tanisha Tennant. But like uh and it's funny because like she, the way I seen her was she uh she actually won a one night tournament where like she fought like three other girls like and you know one night tournaments these days in MMA are exceedingly rare. So, um, you know, it ain't, it ain't 1993 no more. So, um, but yeah, like that was a, that was a thing with that. I was like, Oh snap, this is, this is cool. So yeah. But, um, but yeah, that was it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's really not many of them. So, you know, but that's what also made it interesting for me because like everybody else that, that like has MMA comics or puts the like, or does like an MMA thing is usually just, um, Hey, uh, here's my guy, and then you know we'll throw some tattoos on him, and then he fights in MMA, and then that's it. You know what I'm saying? Or it's like he's an he's like an MMA fighter on the side, and like it's just kind of a thing. They never the one thing they never do is like I'm not gonna like knock anybody, but most most MMA based comics that I've seen, like nobody really goes into like. Um, the the strategy and techniques and things like that and like the the technical aspect of like fighting and like the psychology of fighting is usually just hey here's this guy as a cage fighter and he punches the guy and knocks him out or he kicks the guy and knocks him out and that's it and it's like it's really base level it's really base level it's like it's never just hey this this person is using um the wrestling uh to to he's using his wrestling in reverse or like you know he's got like this person is setting up this or like this person is doing um using like you know their their jujitsu in this way or whatever you know what i'm saying and like you ever see that stuff you know what i'm saying and so I, I was like well hell this is this is where i can go and like slide into technical stuff in tepu and in um in a all-arounder meguru they would do that and like i was like Man, that's that's kind of what I want to do. So um, I feel like but, we are attacking uh, Danny's comic like to his core at this point. Just I put I put technique in my in my comic. Yeah, I, no, no. I, I'm I, saying I, like it's it's other I, people I, out there that'll that'll have their stuff and they and they don't they don't 
And I, I just, I'll be looking for that. And I'll be like, you know what I'm saying? Just because I'm a nerd about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be looking I, I, for like, I how did you do da da da? You know what I mean? So, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of what I'll be thinking about. So, cause I'm, I'm, I'm a nutball about all of this fight stuff. And like, if you follow me on Instagram, like you'll see my stories and it's just nothing but like knockouts and tons of submissions and like all of these different things that like I'll find online and be like, Hey, this is really cool. Hey, I'm gonna have my character do this. Hey, I'm gonna have my like, you know what I mean? Like I got this weird, this weird story thing that I'm doing, um, like on my stories where, and it's, it's really just for me. Cause I don't think anybody else is actually paying attention to it, but like, um, I'll find like really interesting, like submissions or setups. And I have a character, um, uh, her name is like Grace Neza, which is basically like she's part of uh, what what my universe's Gracie family is, and of like this is like submission number sixty three that she would do, you know what I'm saying? Or this is uh, escape number forty five that she would do, like you know what I mean? And it's just like I find all these techniques online, and I'm just like, yo, I would I'm gonna put that in the book. I'm gonna put that in the book. Da 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 da. da. So it's just just me, you know, doing that type of stuff. So. I got a but question yeah, I, for you. I, I absolutely love this stuff. You know what I mean? So, if, if you've not noticed, <laughs> oh, we noticed. <laughs> I got a question for you. I got a question. Is um, yes. how do you, how do you translate that love for different techniques and and submissions and 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 stuff like that into? Because, like you said, you don't draw. So, mm-hmm. for an artist to be able to kind of interpret what you want are you sending a lot of pictures or videos oh or? man it's a lot of a lot of pictures a lot of videos i break down like in the scripts that i write i'll break down like uh how each panel should look like um as far as like the technique goes you know what i'm saying like and i and i then i find specific escapes you know what i'm saying like specific escapes or specific transitions and things like that and explain like explain to the artist like okay this is how this would look in this way you know what I mean? And so um, it, it's like having those visual aids like helps a lot. And it's just a lot of and luckily it's like, you know, a, a, a pretty much infinite um, resource of cool things that people have done in fights like everywhere online. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, I can take this from this obscure fight and oh, I can take this from this uh, particular technique video. Oh, I can take this from this. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it's like you have a, a a massively infinite resource of like stuff if you like go and look for it you know what i mean and then on top of that if i don't know it if i don't know it then like i'm hitting up like some of the fighters that i know or some of the like people that also follow the stuff and i'm like hey it's what what do you do to get out of this or like um a lot of times what i'll do with coaches like i'll reach out to coaches and be like how do you beat xyz you know what I'm saying? Or how do you do this? And like, then I'll start to like write about that and be like, oh, this is the technique we're going to use to like get out of this situation. You know what I'm saying? Because I love, I love the idea of, um, you know, having a, a book that like kind of teaches you like, or, or not even teaches you, but like kind of lets you know, like the, the underlayer of, of the fights, you know what I'm saying? The underlayer of, oh, this person is doing um, basically kind of a, a rhythm step. And like, if you're doing a rhythm step, it looks cool. But the problem is you're not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody's tuning you up, you know, um, it's just like, 
you rhythm step or you do a L step, you don't go anywhere. So they're they can they can crack you. One of the uh, one of the biggest knockouts of this year um, was uh, you know Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson, and like and basically um, what a L and basically it's it's hard to explain what an L step is like without me getting up and showing you. But no, like ahead. you can do it. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. But, like, this will make people watch like, our show more often than just listen to it. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> but yeah, this is this is why y'all should watch the show. But anyway, um, I don't know if you can see my feet here, but like basically an L step is is pretty much where you would go and like you would try to like transition, but you don't go anywhere, and you're just you just switch your, your feet up like that, and all that is is just like it looks cool. You think you're changing your position, but you're not moving anywhere. And that's what Tony Ferguson did. And like, that's when he, uh, he ended up getting caught with like the meanest front kick and like sent into the shadow realm. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, I mean, yeah, like you can look it up online, like Tony Ferguson, Michael versus Michael Chandler. Like that knockout was just like, people wondered if he was dead, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. Yeah, so he might have died, died for about 10 15 seconds, right? So, right, he, he probably floated above his body. Love for anime, I can tell that yeah. you have a love for anime and things like that. Um, yeah. and I think one of the one of the best parts about a lot of anime is the the characters learning different techniques. Like, if you watch mm-hmm. My Hero Academia, if you if you watched uh Naruto for say, like yeah. those are those are you know two of the biggest animes in the world, um, yeah. and they focus a lot into the characters using their skills in a different mm-hmm. way. So they groom and use their, their Sharingan or, you know, whatever technique that it is that they use to defeat their enemy. So it's a, it's all about, you know, matchups and, and growth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that, I mean, is like, that kind the, of the approach you're taking? That, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, um, the, the old adage in combat sports is styles make fights, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, you want to you want to incorporate that and be like, oh, how does this person get out of this? You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, using using the techniques they got. That was the thing to me, like in in the OG Naruto, which was always so cool about that is the fact that like all Naruto had was like the shadow clones and the Sharingan, you know, or not Sharingan, but the uh, Rasengan. Um, and like that's all he had. But it was the way that he used them in the OG version which made it so cool because it was always a different way that he would have to figure out how to use like the Rasengan or how to use like, you know, uh, his shadow clones. And it was always like, and, and that's, those are literally the only moves he had. You know what I'm saying? I gotta yeah. look that up. I, it's been so long since I watched it. I Rasengan can't remember. is the, um, the, the, what's his face? The I know, no, I know what it is. I'm trying to remember who he learned it from. Cause I thought that was, uh, he learned it from Jiraiya. I think that was the only thing that Jiraiya taught him. That's right. Like, I mean, then he taught him the the uh, the toad summon, I think. But then, like, that yeah. was it. Stage you move. But yeah, you know, that was that was the uh, that was the thing. Those the only moves he had for like the majority of the OG series. Like once, I mean, like once you get to uh, Shippuden, like obviously he levels up and stuff like that. But like in the OG series, like that's literally all he had. You know what I mean? And he would just okay, I'm about to this all I got. You know what I'm saying? Just just this little move here, but. He figure out creative ways to use it and like you know basically win. You know what I'm saying? So um, and I, I think like that's that's always a cool thing too because like even when you think about like um, you know going back to uh, fighting, it's like with with people in um, 
especially this is especially especially prevalent in jujitsu. Um, like where you got people who have like one particular move that they do, like, you know, is it's just, hey, I only do rear naked chokes. So it's like everything, everything is a setup to get to your back to do a rear naked choke. And there's billions of setups to like do all of these different, like, you know, uh, try to like basically get somebody's back to get that choke. You know what I'm saying? And like, you got high level guys and like, this is all it is. This is all I, this is all I do. I don't do no arm bars. I don't do no crazy ass heel hooks. I don't do nothing. This is what I do. And like, it's, it's about getting to that, that, okay, I'm going to get you to this point. I'm going to figure out a way to get you to this point. You think about like, um, you know, uh, Ronda Rousey, you know what I'm saying? Like Ronda Rousey was like, I can do this arm bar. I'm not about to hit anybody with no chokes or no, no heel hooks or no knee bars or nothing like that. But I'm gonna get you in this arm bar and like I mean, but people I mean people got special moves though. Like you yeah. if you have a move just like we just like we talked about in uh yeah. in anime, you got a special move and it's effective, you gotta yeah. use it. You gotta use right. that joint. Yeah, and that that was that's the that's the thing, you know what I mean? So that's what I absolutely love about like uh you know stuff like that and just just seeing how people set up things so yeah um, we need to get you on an mma podcast because your love for (laughs) your love for that feels like it's more than than comics at this point man oh man it's it's nuts it's nuts because like yeah it's just it's just like i said as far as mma goes and it just like combat sports in general man like i feel like it's a uh it's a thing that like i think it it like if you do it if you do martial arts I think martial arts will like will like literally tell you about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll tell you'll learn something about like like who you really are, especially once you get into a tournament or something like that. Like you find out like what's in you. You know what I'm saying? Like you can think like you can have a a, a const uh, uh, an idea of like what you would do under pressure or whatever in like a lot of different situations, but like you really find out about like yourself when you're faced with like uh you know uh basically an immovable object you know what i'm saying it that's in front of you that's that's trying to take you out it's trying to get the win or whatever you know what i mean so i think so in it's, your book i, I think your that's book, does good. your character go through those struggles yeah. also yeah so like and that was the thing that was that was the biggest thing that i wanted to do is um take her through that take her through that journey because it's like she's been you know the way the way i did with shannon was uh you know, it was basically like I wanted to start her off as, hey, you just got your black belt and pretty much, you know, you all you've been doing your whole your whole time, like training these last years is is just, you know, point fighting, you know, uh, katas and stuff like that. That's that's what you've been doing. And now it's like now that you got your you you achieve this level. OK, what is next? And like even in the first book, she asked, like, OK. I got this. What's next? You know what I'm saying? And then, like, pretty much, you know, she gets into an altercation and, like, um, basically she gets into an altercation trying to help somebody else. And when she gets into this altercation, um, dude ends up, like, basically tackling her and putting her on her back. And she's like, I've never been here before. I don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? And she's struggling to get out. She can't do nothing, you know. And then, uh, basically, the person she was trying to help, um, he hits the guy up in a in a rear naked choke, you know, chokes him out, and then like you know they they slide out of there. But she's like, 
you know, I, I'm, I don't know why I was in that situation. I, I should have never been in that situation. I'm, you know, I'm, I got a black belt. I'm, I'm supposed to be this, this, and this. And, sure. you know, the, the guy explains to her like, yo, you know, once you get on the ground, it's a different story. It's a different world, you know? And then she's still thinking like, man, I got this black belt. I, I should be all right. I'm, I'm cool. And then it's like, he's basically like, okay, well, let's, let's see what you got. And then they end up rolling and, uh, you know, he ends up tapping her like every, every like like in seconds like several times like okay you know you're not gonna get me you're gonna uh you know I'm gonna I'm I, I know I can do this stuff but she was absolutely useless on the ground and so then she realizes like this is a whole new thing of of stuff that I've never found I've never knew and I've never like learned and so I don't know where I need to I don't I don't know what to do now it's like and he explains to her like. Yeah, you got your black belt, but once you get your black belt, the game resets. So, which is true for like any discipline. Like once you once you reach the highest level, like as far as like you know a black belt, this is like it's black belt, and then it's black belt. Black belt. You know what I'm saying? So you know you find out like you find out real quick. But um, but long story short, man, like that's when she's like, well, this is a new level of stuff that I want to learn. And and ultimately, what happens through the next couple of books is even her old teacher says, like, yeah, I, I taught you a lot of stuff, but I didn't teach you everything. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when she starts to find out, like, you know, about, like, the the spiritual stuff and, like, um, you know, this thing called the formless state and, like, you know, everything that involves with that. Like, I'm not going to give that away because y'all need to read the book. But... Um, you find out about like, uh, you, she finds out about like, there's a whole different side of, of, of fighting that is, um, that is largely like spiritual, you know what I'm saying? And largely like, you know, energy based people ain't throwing fireballs just so y'all know, but like, it is something that is like, you find out, you, you, you find out like, uh, different levels to this, you know what I mean? And so combine that with her, like going through and learning like different stuff in MMA. It's like, she's at, she's, she's basically getting two halves of, of this new world to her. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was like, that was like the biggest thing. And then like, she's finding like all of these different people who, who have different, uh, who have different levels of, of the game that like, you know, uh, that basically like add to her game or, or take or basically add to her game or enhance her game. And that was the other thing I wanted to do with this book too, is um one of my homies, like who who's actually a jujitsu black belt, one of the cool things he said was uh, you know, when you start when you start jujitsu, you know, jujitsu starts with you and, and it ends with everybody else. And so like that was one of the big things I wanted to do where it was like, yeah, she's going through this journey, but like all the other people that she meets. Uh, you know, they going through, they're going through their own journeys and she's like helping them as well. Like she's helping them get ready for fights. She's helping them like, you know, battle through stuff and whatnot. So it's not like, it's not like, Hey, you know, the, the dragon ball formula where you have, um, you know, Hey, this guy is the strongest in the universe. And then they're like, okay, well wait till Goku gets here and then he'll beat him up. And then Goku's the strongest in the universe. Lather, rinse, repeat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so instead of that, it's just it, it's more like, hey, you know, we got our main character, Shannon, who is strong. But like, you know, she's like she's got her own journey that she's doing. But then she's got her other teammates 
that she's helping them get ready. And like, so we're, we're, we're kind of watching them like, you know, triumph and fail like as well. And it's just like that, that whole thing of, Hey, this other character learned X, Y, Z. And that's what, that's how they lost last time. But now they, they know they're, they know better because of this thing that we went through and we got them tough in this area or whatever, you know what I mean? And so it was like, now everybody is like, you know, basically the, everybody's level is like kind of leveling up. So it's like, and you, you see that. And that was one of the big things I wanted to do. Like, cause in MMA, like, you know what I mean? Even though it's, it's technically a solo sport, it's still like kind of a team sport. Cause like you think about like the guys that you train with and they got fights coming up and you want to see them succeed. And so you're there in the stand mm-hmm. with them, cheering them on and being like, yo, this is what's up. Like, uh, like most recently last weekend, like Israel Adesanya, like he, uh, his boy was, uh, you know, in a title fight, you know what I'm saying? And his boy, uh, his boy ended up getting finished, but like Izzy was just like, you know, Hey man, like I'm here for you, bro. Like da, 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 da. He was back. He was back in the back hugging him and this, this, and this. And like, you know, it was just the whole, like we trained so much and, he ca- he just called us, but like we're gonna be back to the we're gonna be back to the top later, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, we still here, we still love you, yada yada yada. You know what I mean? And gotcha, so like yeah. that type of that type of camaraderie and that type of team is like something that like I wanted to like really emphasize in the book, you know what I'm saying? And so we see people come in, like there, there's characters that come in. Like, as a matter of fact, in issue five, there's a character that comes in who has no martial arts experience at all. And she's like, you know, I've never done this before, but I just saw this girl that like I idolized like on YouTube and, you know, I saw her knockouts and I saw like, I've been following her, all her, uh, her, her socials. And she seems like a really cool person. And so I guess I want to try this too. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, that was, that was, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of leads into a lot of stuff that happens specifically in issue five. But it leads to her like having growth as a person and being like, maybe there's other, maybe I can learn this and maybe I am like worthy to to do this, even though I have no athletic ability, I have no whatever, you know what I mean? But these people are are, are not judging me. They're not like, you know, just beating me up to beat me up. They're like making me grow, you know what I'm saying? So that's a, that's big, you know what I mean? That's so a, yeah. That's a big part of, of life, you know, and I, I like how. I like when our characters can relate, um, you know, relate to how real humanity is. You know, like the stories might be super fantastical. You know, people might have superpowers and all that stuff. But if you can relate to, um, you know, real life, I think that always makes the um, the story better. Tyron, you ready? Uh, you ready for quick takes? Yeah, man. Let's do this. Let's all do right. this. And now a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. <laughs> So, Fred, if you uh, you never watched the show before, Quick Takes is a little uh, fast, rapid-paced uh, question and answer section that we do where I ask you five questions, and you have 45 seconds to answer off the top of your head. All right, you okay. ready? Yeah. All right. So here we go. Question number one. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a fan of nicknames. I love nicknames. I've had many. And I see you have Juice Lee down in the corner there as your name here. 
Um, mm-hmm. tell, us, tell us who is Juice Lee and where did you get that name from? Juice Lee is a rapper name. is the only rapper name I've ever had. Oh, wow. Basically, it is, I'm quick to hit you with a rhyme like Bruce Lee, but my rhymes are so juicy, meaning filled with knowledge. It's the only rap name I've ever had in my entire life. And I've had, I've been rapping since I was like in junior high. So, yeah. I love it. So even, even the rap name is, is based off of uh, martial arts, man. I love it. Yep. Your, uh, your love for, for the martial arts runs, runs deep. Very deep. All right. Question number two. I saw recently that you posted a cosplay of one of your characters. Um, I want to know which one do you think is is uh, which one do you appreciate more from fans, fan art or cosplay? Cosplay, because fan, well, fa- look, fan art takes a lot of time, but cosplay is like one of those things where it's like for a creator, you're seeing this thing in real life. Also, you're seeing that someone took the time and dedication to uh you know create an outfit from scratch and actually like go out into the world and say hey i love this character enough to show everybody that i love this character so yeah that's i I, i'll have to say cosplay i'm gonna have to stop asking this question because everybody gives the same answer like everybody everybody i told you that when you first started asking that (laughs) everybody answers cosplay for that one all right um not All that right, we don't love fan art, we always want fan art as creators. No, but I love fan, fan art is dope. Fan I art is dope. Plus, you might you might mess around and find a really dope artist that way. So, and yeah, hey, you know. just a, a sidebar here. Thank you to everybody that's uh, submitted to the Saw Lightning Wilder contest. Um, I've gotten I think like eleven entries so far. So, uh, you guys have to end of the month. So keep submitting them. I'm still in that for Ace Blade number seven, by the way. Um, also, uh, side note, Danny, um, real quick, how often? How how often do people tell you that you have a comic book name? <laughs> all the time. Like, all, all, the time. Like, all the time. And they ask you, like, why are you not a speedster? His yeah, kids exactly. have superpowers, too, apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Question number three. Which is harder to uh, to sell to people? Or which is harder for people to get to people to, uh, to look at? Mixtapes or comic books? Mmm. Mixtapes. Mixtapes because everybody has a mixtape and like everybody raps and like nobody wants to take that time to do that, uh, to like listen to your song. So it's it's hard. That's why you gotta have music videos and you gotta have like little something that is like that is outside of just the music itself. With a comic book, you can hand somebody a comic book or you can hand or you can show somebody some art. And at least they'll know, like, hey, this thing exists. With a mixtape, you can be like, hey, man, I got my album out, blah, 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 blah. And they'll be like, all right, that's cool. And then, like, completely forget you. That's wild. I um, I never really thought about it like that. I, I kind of feel like comic books, you know, everybody, everybody, you know, equates themselves to the rap game somehow. So, like, every time I'm out selling comics, I feel like I'm, you know, hustling a mixtape to somebody. I mean, um, you you really are, but like it's. I think it's it's easier because like you're most times you're in a place where you can like you can be like, hey, here's the book. And even if they don't they don't look at it, or even if they don't read the book and they just buy the book and they're like, hey, I just want to support. You know what I'm saying? It's it's still like ingrained in them. For me, that's why that's another reason why like I try to put so much like unique art up on my Instagram 
because like I want to I want to remind you, hey, this book exists. Hey, the, here's this these characters doing this cool thing of just hanging out or whatever, just so you know, like these are my characters. And like for whatever reason, like it's worked in a way that like people have been gravitate people have gravitated towards my characters simply because of the Instagram posts that I put up where they're just doing candid stuff. Yeah, you know. All right. Um, question four. Um, you have to meal prep. Imagine that you have to meal prep for a big fight. What meal are you eating and why? Oh, man. Um, boy, if I had to do that, because I've never, like, done that before. Because my, my diet's trash anyway. Um, so I would say probably, it's going to probably be some, some salads or uh, any salads or, like, some sort of fruits or something like that. Anything where it's just, like, water weight that I can cut and um, obviously not bread. You know what I'm saying? Because bread is, like, my kryptonite. So I guess it would be something along those lines. But uh, that's the only thing I could think of. You know what I'm saying? But this is also why I'm not a nutritionist. So, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. All right. So eat them. I want, I want, I want the timer to go off. Hey, so that'll work. That'll work. All right. That'll work. <laughs> All right. Um, so last, last but not least, question number five. If you don't know, uh, I do another another show called Top Five Live where we do top five uh, lists every week. And uh, Kyron has been on. Kyron has been on. How many times you've been on Top Five Live? Just once so far. What? I don't have time. You guys always do it at the same time. I'm eating dinner with the family. You know that. That's true. Push That's it true. out like an hour, and I'm good. I can join. Not happening. You know. Exactly. You know. I, I'm, I'm in bed at nine. Nine Eastern. Exactly. This is why we have to do the show so early in the morning because you got too much things going on. So. Anyways, all right. I want to hear. The sun is just now coming up, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five. Give me your top five martial arts movies off the top of your Ooh. head. Go. Off the top of my head, top five martial arts movies. Um, it would be uh, Enter the Dragon. Um, Probably, uh, Bruce Lee Lee Enter the Dragon. Yeah, Enter the Dragon, but like Police Story Four, which is Super Cop. Um, yeah. And then there would be, um, shoot, uh, um, Five Deadly Venoms. Uh, I would do Shallow versus Wu Tang, and then I would say, uh, uh Le- or the Legend, the Fist of Legend, the Legend, uh, that Jet Li movie. That was kind of based on um, uh, Fist of Fury, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that 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 would be it. I love it. Okay, solid, solid. I ain't hear no Jackie Chan in there, but that's all right. Yeah, you did. Police Story Four, Supercop. Oh, oh yeah, Supercop. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a that was a, that was a that was a great one. Supercop was was amazing. Yeah. All right. Solid. Uh, well, that was our quick takes. No, we got um, one more. I got I got one. Since he is one? such an MMA fan, I want to know if he has. Any top five MMA movies? Ooh, MMA, MMA movies are. I'm gonna tell you right now, MMA movies are like, man, they, they, they're they're sus. Um, the only one I would say is because uh, they're always like they're always usually the same thing, and they're always usually just, um, just kind of like trying to be rocky too much. Um, mm-hmm. I, if I had to say MMA movies, hmm. Man, that's hard. Only one that I really would recommend is Red Belt, and that's like that's, that's, that's the one that I was thinking. 
that's the one I was talking about earlier. Um, yeah, that's the one where they had the tournament, the one day tournament, and he had the key comeback. Was that right? Is that right? Yeah, I think that's, I think that is, I think that is that. Um, I remember, yeah, the, guy the red belt was uh with, with uh Chiwete Ejiofor, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but like that, I would, I would say that's probably the best, the best movie. Um, and but that's just, it's technically just a jujitsu movie, it's not a, it's not MMA, so right. um. And it's like I said, the other the other MMA movies like like Bruised, like with uh, Holly Berry. The only thing I will say about that particular movie is the final fight sequence is really really good, but the rest of the movie itself, it's like it they, it's it is basically like super short attention span of hey I'm gonna uh, have this movie talking about her. It's it's like three different movies in that movie. You know family and like, they have no direction as to what they're doing. And, uh, so, I mean, yeah. I, I I watched it with my wife, and um, you know, we we liked it, but I I do agree that last scene was uh was the last that, scene was amazing. Funny. I just I still don't understand why you have uh, a woman who is who is technically Russian uh, playing a Latina, but you know I'm whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because like in the last in the last scene, uh, of woman that Halle Berry fights is uh, Valentina Shevchenko. And um, she's like, she's some, from somewhere in Russia, you know what I'm saying? But like, basically, she's like a, a Latina girl, and I'm like, why? What? What? What are we doing here? Granted, she does know very, 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 very fluent Spanish. She speaks speaks like five or six languages. But like, why is she? It, it's weird. It's really strange. All right. So, so we do have a question from Brad. Uh, amazing supporter there, Brad. And he wants to know where can we find your book, Scrap. Uh, you can find Scrap on mpccomics.com. So, uh, yeah, basically, link in our chat got, a, there. got a big banner there. Um, you know, you can find it there. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much that. We got four issues out right now. Uh, issue five is, is being worked on. So, um, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of where we're at. Well, where can we find the rest of, you know, Juice Lee as far as, like, your – your Instagram, your Twitter, your social media, my where can you find all like that? My Instagram is where I'm most active at, um, and that is Instagram.com or is Instagram.com slash Juice Lee. So, at Juice Lee on Instagram. Or, no, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not at Juice Lee on Instagram. Whoa, whoa. My bad. It's J-U-I brand on Instagram. I'm, I'm thinking about the – you know what it was? I was thinking about the um, the band camp that I sent you earlier, which if you want to listen to my music, um, this actually uh, – juice-lee.bandcamp.com and I actually do have on my uh on my bandcamp um two albums that I did two EPs that I did which are basically like a kung fu epic it's a, a kung fu uh a kung fu opera you know what I'm saying and it's uh it's called the epic of John Fong so um you can you can definitely check that out I it's like that's that was like one of those weird cool projects that I did and uh you know it's like I do all these voices of these different characters, like from like the old kung fu movies and stuff like that. It's like tons of, of old old school kung fu references and things like that. So yeah, but uh, and then on Twitter, my at is actually Juice Lee. So you know, um, because I I like found out about Twitter in like 2006 and scooped up scooped up Juice Lee really really quick. So yeah, um, but yeah, those are those are definitely the places that you would find me. Like I said, I'm most active on Instagram. Um, you know, I, I, my Instagram like links to my, my Facebook page, 
but uh, my Facebook page is facebook.com slash juice Lee. Um, so that, that is, uh, that is pretty much that. No, no. Where's, what's your MySpace page? We brought that up. You got to get oh, that. that you, oh, you got to bring up the MySpace page. Um, shoot. Uh, I don't know. What is my MySpace page? Is it just MySpace.com slash Juice Lee? I got it. I got it. Because yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm going to drop it, it in the chat. I, I had it up here a second oh, ago. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That is right. funny. While he's doing that, where, where can... Uh, are you doing any events anytime soon, either um, comic right book now, or MMA related? We're going to be at a Cincinnati Comic Expo. Uh, that's my next event. And then after that, I'm going to be at a, an event up in Akron, Ohio, called Con on the Cob in October. Um, so those are the last two events I'm probably doing this year. Uh, next year, we're going to try to have like a more full schedule. Uh, we went to DreamCon this year, like me and, uh, me and Jamel from uh, NPC Comics. We went to DreamCon this year. That was the best convention I've ever been to in my life. So I'm I'm really hoping to go back next year and uh, have a lot of fun and all of that. So um, if y'all ain't been to DreamCon, y'all need to like figure out how to go to DreamCon. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a travel for me. Is that was down in Texas, but I I yeah. definitely heard great things about it. But yeah. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to go next year. And if you're up if you're up in Ohio. You should check out uh, FSCon. Uh, Freestyle Comics is doing um, oh, word. an event there. Um, FSCon um, is, what's his name? Um, Tony Clapper. It's funny. He, he uh, like, we have a bunch of mutuals, and, like, I met him, like, some years ago before I started even working on, like, scrap and stuff like that. Like, and, like, because I think, I think he's here in Cincinnati, too. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah. But he's a, he's a good dude, man. He's a really good dude. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's um, out of time, but we gotta we gotta bring you back just so we can talk about how you met up with MPC Comics and oh man, that's all, a whole story in itself. I know, man. I mean, that's they're on the West Coast with me, so we just, gotta. Yeah, it's it's just funny how that happened. So yeah, because so next um, time we have you on, we have to expand on that, and maybe we'll next time touch on the music side because we got we talked oh, about man, comics, yeah. talked about the MMA stuff, but we didn't even get to music, so we gotta have yeah. you back on some. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely down for that. Um, but yeah, like uh, you know, if you if you're gonna go through the music page, go to the band camp. And I would say if any if you listen to anything, listen to the epic the John Fong one and two. So because it's a okay. it's a big long story and uh it's it's just cool. So I just I'm very proud of that project and I can't say enough about it just because I think I, I think it's a freaking awesome. So anybody that listens to it that actually listens to it. You're like, yo, this is this is crazy. So yeah, that's uh that's what I would say. All right, Danny. Man, I'm gonna click on this MySpace link and like <laughs> look at this myself. Like, this is crazy. All right, Danny, but, where yeah. can we find your work and all your stuff, man? Um if you're, if you're looking for me, y'all can find um all of our stuff on our website, fourthwallpros.com. And if you're looking at looking for me on social media, it's at the aceblade on all social media platforms. Kyron, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Taurus Comics, T-A-U-R-U-S Comics.com. You can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, at Taurus Comics. And again, TikTok, your algorithm, your algorithm is broken. I don't see my boy Danny stuff in any way. I don't see Michael Watson stuff. I don't see nobody stuff outside of like three people I follow. And it just recycles. So mm-hmm. fix your stuff. I would have said the, the other S word, but my mom's probably watching this. I don't want to make her mad again. So fix yourself, TikTok. 
But uh, if this is the first time you have checking out the Four Tales podcast, please go back, listen to our other episodes. You can go to fourtalespodcast.com. That is the number four, T-A-L-E-S, podcast.com. Wow, we usher now. We started we usher it. on this. Watch this. All right. <laughs> but join us next week when we have the uh, Afro Avenger, Kevin Chapman on, Chapman on the uh, on the show. I'm grilling them. I'm okay. grilling them. All right, man. We will see. But until next time, sayonara, goodbye, and please take care of yourselves. Peace. Watch this. Music provided by my brother, Quicks Made It. Find them online in YouTube, Instagram, and SoundCloud. I want to know what it is Quick is trying to say. Oh, 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 oh,